he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. Favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, so we've all heard that Becca is officially engaged to Thomas, a.k.a. the villain from Katie's season, Thomas. And the big twist is that she proposed to him I put up a poll on, on Instagram, and people were not too happy about this. Wait, what was your actual poll? I definitely saw it. Do you remember the wording? Or no? um, <laughs> it's fine if you don't. I said she liked it, so she put a ring on it, and then it was either, like, yay or, like, no. I don't know what the wording was. What, meaning, like, would you want to propose, like, as a woman, would you propose to someone or would you want to be proposed to? Was yeah, that I don't, the question? I don't know what my, what was my question? I saw a lot of people's response to this being like, you know, given everything she's gone through, like, it makes sense why she would want to propose to him. Does and it? I, I, that's what I, that was my exact reaction. And first off, I just want to be clear, there's nothing wrong with her proposing to him. Like, if she wants to do that, that's great. But I don't, like, get people's justification in saying, like, oh, because of everything she's been through with all these other engagements it makes sense that she would want to propose to him I'm like why what does one have to do with the other at all also when people said that this was her third bachelor engagement I had to sit there for a second and think of who the other two were I knew Garrett and are we seriously counting Ari though at this point somewhere somewhere Lauren is angry (laughs) yes Lauren is definitely angry about this i count that one that's a, i don't i honestly count those two more in the sense of those are very public televised proposals whereas like that's why i don't get why people keep saying oh makes sense why she would want to do it herself this time i'm like but this is like not televised you guys are at this point like a real couple living your private lives you could have a private proposal and share afterwards it wouldn't really matter as did much. neil provide know. the ring because she probably doesn't well, have to show up not because thomas's is just like a normal band it's not like a neil probably diamond. has bands i'm, I'm sure, sure he can... does but like and i guess like if you can get a free ring regardless of what it is go off get a free ring okay predictions though because this is kind of silly why they didn't just wait for this summer and go to mexico and get a free ring either yeah they should have done that or they're still gonna do it Mark my words. They'll show up on the beach to give away a stupid date card. Well, and maybe at that point, then Thomas will propose yeah, to Becca 100%. with like a big ring. Well, we're, get, yeah, we're getting engaged. It's only fair you have a ring, too, and I don't want to pay for it. So Neil brought me this one. <laughs> Pretty much. That probably was going to happen anyway. Like, they probably but then, were going to But then go. what people are saying, like, doesn't make any sense, where it's like, oh, well, you know, she's had so many public engagements, like, and now she just wanted to do this one privately. It's like, well, but then it's not. I don't count Ari. I just oh, I, don't. Ca- I count, I count, I count. I count. But like he, okay, through He Courtney, got down on one knee with like a diamond ring and said, will you marry me? And they were engaged for like a few weeks. Oh my God, that's so long. Courtney had said on another podcast that she spoke to Ari and that Ari said when Becca started walking down, he knew he had made a mistake and he still got down on one knee. So their entire engagement was like, he had like knots in his stomach. Yeah. She didn't know that he was feeling that way. Like, from her perspective, yeah, it was sucks. a real engagement. She thought I know. She I just, it's just forgettable to, to me. Like, I just forgot. Like, I literally yeah. had to be reminded that that even happened. And again, Lauren is, like, fuming somewhere, so we need to stop <laughs> talking about it. Sorry, Lauren. So in Becca's announcement post where she shows mm-hmm. that she got him the ring, she said, I finally found my chauffeur for life. 
Okay. And the one who makes my heart smile every single day. I can't wait to do it all with you, Tommy. Thanks for making me the happiest gal alive. He writes, the ultimate Uno reverse card, power move. You keeping me on my toes for a lifetime has a great ring to it. Cheers to forever boops. Yay. I think like it's a weird thing to say to your now fiance as like the first thing you say to them, I found my chauffeur for life. <laughs> like what about like, I don't know. I was literally just at a wedding this past weekend and the vows are like, you're my best friend. Actual real things to say first and foremost. Like, could you imagine if someone was like on their wedding vows, they pull out the little paper and they're like, person. My, my friend just got married to someone named Adam. So I'll say, Adam, you are my chauffeur for life. Like, that's the first thing you say when explaining your fiance. That makes no fucking sense. Erin, who just got married, said like, you're my best friend, the love of my life, blah, blah, blah. Like actual real things. Jackie, gas prices are <laughs> arising. So Becca clearly cares that she has a chauffeur because she doesn't <laughs> have to worry true. about that, that anymore. That inflation is very important for America. Yeah, so relatable. She's so, so relatable. <laughs> She's just being so relatable and quirky and cool. Um, yeah, I guess if that's... No, I, we're like, we're supportive of this relationship. I don't, yeah. I, there's some kind of, and I, I clearly we're not the only ones because I'm telling you in my poll, which I don't know what I was asking you guys, I guess just like, what could have the negative been? What would I have said? I'm not going to openly trash them, but I don't remember what I said. If you guys know. I think you were just asking, like, would you be down to like propose I can, to your on, man I just find or it not. on my insights. Hold on. Because now I'm curious, like, how did I word it? Here, oh, 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 okay, this is why I don't remember the wording. So um, it wasn't a poll. It was just that thing, it's a heart, and then you drag it all the way to the right. And most people didn't drag it that far, because they basically saying that they're not so supportive of Becca proposing. Interesting. I guess not really, though, because I, it's, like, obviously it's not that popular of a thing to do. That's not, like, the expected thing. Do we think that Kaylin and Dean are pissed? Because I do. Because Kaylin, well, now, Kaylin was supposed to propose to Dean like any day now. And now if she does, in the near future, it's going to be compared to Becca. And it's going to say that Kaylin's copying her. Where this has been, they've spoken out about this. But they've been saying that for like so long that they're going to do that. Yeah. Not everyone's crazy like us. So it's going to come out and it's going to be like, whoa, Kaylin pulled a Becca. It's going to be Becca's thing. I don't know if they're upset because I also think to them, like clearly getting married is not really a priority. Like they've, they basically have, like they they basically are married now. They have dogs, they have a house together, but they've always kind of been more like hippie with that in the sense that like the the actual official marriage license is not that important to them. Like they know they're, they were like wearing rings, but they're like, nope, but we're not married. We're just like wearing little rings to show commitment. So I don't know. They have, like, a piece of each other's, like, hair tied around their finger. I know. Seriously. So, you know who else I think may be not too happy about this is Ross, Becca's ex, who showed up on Ari's season at the end to win Becca back. Do you remember him? He's hot. Yes, yes. I so I looked him, him up. His oh, name I, is, I don't. We have such different types. I'm like, I don't what? think he's hot. But I anyway, think people continue. thought he was hot. Whatever. <laughs> so his name is Ross Jurgle. And... That man was definitely flown to wherever they were. They were in, like, Croatia or something. I think Peru. Peru, yes. And and they definitely told him, like, yo, Becca wants you back. You got to come get her. She's going to yes. get engaged to Ari. And then Becca's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Whatever. But this man has now had to watch her have three public engagements since. Like, this poor guy. All he wanted was Becca back. I'm sure he's, like... Moved did on he and happy. Though, or like, did he just want to go on TV and was he like told a very beautiful story by a producer? Probably that, yeah. But I think it's funny that since then, like, she's gotten engaged publicly three times. 
And I, I mean, Thomas, obviously, it wasn't like on TV, but it's public that like... Oh, so public. It's, it's headlines. That's why it's like so... The publicity of it is cringy to me, but I guess like they don't really have a choice now at this point since like the public is invested in their it's relationship. Can, no, we can't say it's cringy because like what I are they going to do? Not... Not yeah. share their engagement? You're right. Yeah, they're, I don't know. They're, like, off the show now. I know that's, like, not really an option, given, like, Becca's a host of Bachelor Happy Yeah, no, that's very not. Much and an that's, ABC like, anyone. Employee. I feel like any person that gets engaged is going to share it, especially from this franchise, especially if it's two people from this franchise. Yeah. But I say justice for Ross, not Geller. Ross, this guy. Ross Durrell. But also Ross Geller. I, I, you know what? Justice for Ross Geller, too, because he deserves justice for a lot of things. But in this yeah. case, Ross... Jurgle, which is a great last name. I, someone needs to become Mrs. Jurgle. I would love to talk to him and know what he truly feels about it. Because on one hand, I'm like, does he care? It's been so long, clearly, since he dated Becca. They're like barely exes at this point. But mm-hmm. also, he flew to fucking Peru to talk to yeah, her. Yeah, I don't know if he's like actually still times. like mourning the relationship. But I think it's funny that like it sucks that the one that got away got away publicly three times. That sucks, you know? Yeah, no, that does bad enough to see her move on, and then she she had to do it that many times. But, you know, congrats to Tommy and Boops. Boops? Becca, kudos for that, those free chauffeur rides for the rest of your life. Gas prices are rising. (laughs) Yes, no more Ubers for you. Yes, Um, and we'll see what comes of this, but I'm for sure going to see you in paradise, and you're going to get your free ring, so... For sure. See you Do you think they'll do um, a public wedding? Hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like anyone's doing that anymore. They'll probably just sell the rights to People Magazine. Yeah, I guess that's kind of Who's done a TV wedding since? No one's really done one. No. Well, I guess the last one was Crystal and Goose on that season of Paradise. That was so weird. Right, and that was not great, and they're already divorced, so I wouldn't do it. True. Just get get the People bag. You're all good. Exactly. Okay, so while Boops and Tommy are making it official, Michelle and Nate, people are questioning if they're on the rocks. And fun fact, I actually texted Jackie last week, and we weren't planning on even talking about this on the podcast, but I was like, I kind of feel like something's going on because they both are so absent from each other's social medias, which I understand can very much happen. Like, I don't fucking post about my husband all the time, but in this this world, you kind of have to. And so we left it alone, but Michelle and Nate have both spoken out against breakup rumors. So we're going to put in what Michelle said here. Okay, I typically don't come on here and address these types of things, but because I received so many messages about it, um, there is a video circulating of me on a rooftop this weekend and not wearing my engagement ring. And what I will have to say is to the person who was paying close enough attention to catch that moment, you also had to be paying close enough attention to see one of my good friends briefly remove my engagement ring to try it on and then place it back on my finger. Um, Just a friendly reminder that Nate and I, we are human beings, not a zoo exhibit. Not to mention videoing somebody without them knowing is creepy. It's not cool. <laughs> I mean, I think for someone to take a two-second clip of her not wearing her ring and it just so happens to be the time that she let her friend try on her ring, I think that's silly. I think that's not... I don't know if that's necessarily why people are saying that they're not together, though. They're saying they're not together because they haven't been seen together in over right. a month. And 
that's unusual behavior. That doesn't mean that it's crazy that like maybe Michelle is working and Nate's on business and whatever. Like there's logical reasons why they're not together. But like, I don't think whatever clip Michelle's talking about, which I haven't even seen the clip. Right. I don't know if that's why people are saying they're not together. No, I totally agree. It's like not that telling or weird yet yeah, to find Michelle out and about and for a second she's not wearing her ring and people are like oh my god she's not wearing her ring like she's a human being whatever the situation is whether a friend was just like trying it on or she left it at home because she was washing her hands before and took it off like yeah that in itself doesn't really mean much to me but to me like the tone of this clip is like weirdly defensive in my opinion because if it really was just like oh you tried on your friend's ring or your friend tried on your ring for like a second and it doesn't mean anything why are you getting on instagram to like defend the relationship like if everything's perfect why are we talking about it yeah why are I you mean, bringing it up michelle you know what I it mean? seems like she's really frustrated though like she's like you know to film someone without them knowing is creepy you are a celebrity now though and that's gonna happen but that it yeah. is creepy and it's probably really uncomfortable and she doesn't like it and I don't blame her for feeling that way um but yeah I'm not sold on the fact that things are peachy but again like shit happens though like I go to the supermarket without my ring all the time it's not yeah. that crazy so I don't I know I think it's just the other things that are pointing it's everything towards everything else yeah yeah it's it's the tone of this clip it, it is the fact that they literally have not posted together since April April. 27th. By the time this airs, this will be June. And, like, their job is posting. Mm. So it's just kind of... Especially, I think, we're... I don't think we're really talking about it in this episode, but Michelle has mentioned that she's taking a break from teaching for a lot of different reasons. So now her full-time job is influencing, posting, hosting the podcast. You would think that would be, like, motivation to post more. Yeah. I, I Again, I'm not too sold on it. So Nate also took to TikTok to kind of poke fun at the rumors. And here's what he said on TikTok. Where's Michelle? No, like, where is Michelle? Like, like her actual whereabouts? Where is she? Why are you not with her? No, but where is Michelle? Physical location, where is she? Where is Michelle, Nate? Where is Michelle? But like, for real though, where is she? Like, I, I understand they're poking. I do too. No. And his caption says, this is 90% of my DM. So I understand that they're probably both getting swarmed with like Right, and like, messages. I can't understand the magnitude at which like they're oh, getting God. these messages and how annoying that must be. So I guess I can't relate and I, I have to empathize in that sense. But also, Nate. But also, where, where, where is Michelle? Michelle? <laughs> where is she? Just tell us. Give us Just her Just tell me where she location. is. Her exact longitude and latitude. I Seriously. It would have been funnier if he was like, where's Michelle? And then, like, as he's saying it, he pans the camera and she's, like, sitting right next to him. Yeah, but, that would be funny. But, but she's not in the fucking car. She's we don't not know there. Where she, she doesn't know where she is. Yeah. But I do think, like, his approach to it with, like, a sense of it's humor funny. and it, being yeah. jokey to, leads me to more believe that, like... This Things isn't are a more peachy, and this is not True. a problem, and he's making yeah. jokes. Whereas, like, Michelle getting on to, like, seriously address the concerns. I'm like, what, what do it you address? It seems like, like she's just at her breaking point with it, though. Like, it seems like That's he's kind of still laughing it off, and she's like, this is getting out of hand. I am yeah. fine. We are fine. Leave us alone. So, until yeah. we hear any further, we will respect your wishes, and we hope you guys are okay, and maybe... Maybe by the time this podcast comes out, they will post a video of themselves, like, making out. Yeah, one can only hope. Soft car porn. I'll be waiting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Last week, we talked about how Greg is, like, 99.9% going to paradise, even though he 
was in a relationship. We don't know what his status is right now. Some A listener actually wrote me, and she has a conspiracy theory. She said, Greg conspiracy theory based on your most recent pod. ABC seemed to want Greg for The Bachelor after Katie's season. Until the audience kind of turned on him, they didn't really want him anymore. She writes, I wonder if producers told him they want to try him out for potential future Bachelor by putting him on the beach so he's putting Clem on ice to see where it could go. Clem on ice. I mean... I love the vision of Clem on ice. And is it like yeah. Clemence physically on like yes, she's on ice. ice or is she ice skating? Like, you know, you go see Disney on ice. It's no, Clem no, she's, on oh ice. no, no. She's on a bucket. <laughs> she's sitting in a bucket. She's sitting in a bucket. Yeah. Literally chilling on ice. Go. Because I think if he were to say like, yo, love you, Clem, but they want to test me out to potentially be The Bachelor. I think this theory has legs. I did up until literally two seconds before we started recording this podcast. So let me tell you about the journey I just went on in the past 15 minutes. So before I got on to record this with you, I was going through my phone to see, because I always take little screenshots of things that I think are creep worthy throughout the week and then compile them. So I was going through my little creeps and I had screenshotted this on Thursday and I will play it for you now. This is Greg just talking and explaining to us his plan for the summer. Officially moving out. Um, I did, in fact, wait until the last minute to back everything up. Still worked out. Um, heading back to Jersey, my family's beach house for the summer, and then gonna pivot back to Brooklyn. So, okay. Yeah, enjoy your day. Okay, so that was basically Greg just saying, I'm moving out of my apartment in New York. I'm living in New Jersey with my parents at the beach house for the summer, and then we'll go back to Brooklyn. So because this was Thursday, right before Memorial Day weekend, I'm like, okay, he's saying that what a convenient time to move out because he's obviously going to New Jersey for Memorial Day weekend, as people do. His parents' beach house is on the Jersey Shore. Then Clemence had posted yesterday, tagged New York, New York. So I'm like, oh, okay. So they're both in the tri-state area and Greg is at the Jersey Shore and Clemence is in New York. Okay, so then they're clearly not spending Memorial Day weekend together. That's weird. But then five minutes before we started to record this podcast, Clemence posted some cryptic photos of her just in a general beach town. And Stephanie, I need your investigative work is this the Jersey fucking shore or is she somewhere on Long Island or is she like in connect? Like, I can't tell. They're just like pictures of a random beach town, a little bit of ocean, but she posted a bouquet of flowers and tagged florals. Katie did. I clicked it and it says floral design boutique specializing in passionate wedding and planning decor, New Jersey slash NYC. And then the address is Spring Lake, New Jersey, which is a beach town, Jersey Shore. Wait, because I was, so this is a little difficult because Jackie sent me photos, but (laughs) I'm zooming in on a building. And if we can get the name of what that store is, we can find out where she is. I know, but but it's blurry. blurry. But so all signs are pointing to now, this is the Tuesday. We're recording this Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend. And they are both saying that they're in the Jersey Shore area. So are they not together at Greg's fucking beach house in Spring Lake? They are. They are. So then what the fuck? So is Clem, in fact, on ice or is she not? Doesn't sound like she's on ice. She doesn't sound like she's on ice. That's what I'm saying. And when the fuck are they shooting Paradise? Because like, isn't it soon and Greg's in New Jersey? Because I also thought too, the fact that he had said in that clip, 
I'm leaving I'm my out. apartment and going to yeah. New Jersey. I'm like, oh, how convenient. You're going to go stay at your parents' house for a few weeks and then fly out to Mexico and do your whole paradise thing. You don't know how long you'll be there. And then you'll come back to a new lease. That makes perfect sense. But him and Clemence are in Spring Lake. Okay. I agree. I, just, <laughs> I know, That was like friend... a whole mouthful. I hope that made sense to everyone listening. But I went on a fucking journey in the past 15 minutes. I need to do, I guess, some just like digging. Like, do I drive to Spring Lake myself and just like compare streets? I don't know. It looks pretty Jersey Shore-ish. But then again, like all the beaches in that, like Long Island can look Jersey Shore-ish too. It like looks the same sometimes. And Clemence is like addicted to posting on Instagram. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for the rest I'm of the day. I'm looking again. Hold on. Wait. Okay. Katie. Oh, Katie did flowers. Mm-hmm. It's a beach day. Hold on. Oh. The bottle shop, liquors. Hold on. I, we got more. Oh, we have more content since we started recording this. God damn it. Let me see. Clemence. Like- it actually isn't new. It's, it's, she's walking past a store when she's walking to the beach. So if we just Google, where is the bottle shop, liquors, and wine? Oh my gosh. I love this investigative journalism. I'm going to be so sad if it's not Jersey, though. Where is the bottle shop? I, and that's such a common name, I feel like. It might be hard really? to really narrow. The bo- I don't know. To call a liquor store, like, the bottle shop? I feel like that's not that creative. Hold on. <laughs> is it coming up? Y- yep. Oh, my God. Spring Lake. Spring Lake! Wait, wait, Jackie, Spring Lake. Ah! Spring Lake. We do the thing on Google Maps where you can drop the person wait. in and see the street view. Because I'm sure it's the I don't exact know. same. How do I... Okay, never Wait, mind. but... No, no, I, it's, sh- wait, Jackie, Google the bottle shop Spring Lake. It's the exact store she's going past. She's in Spring Lake, New Jersey. Claymont's <gasps> is in Spring Lake, New Jersey right now, which is where Greg His family is has staying a beach house, his- yeah. So, okay, if we, okay, so this is not even, Clem like, is we off think the this ice. is happening. She's in the Clem fire. Clem is not on ice. She's burning. <laughs> yeah, like, she could not be more on the oven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's, she's baking in the oven. So just... Throwing it out there, guys. If Greg goes to paradise, he one hundred he is a fraud. Has a fucking girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And, and trust me, if he goes, if this is actually confirmed that he goes, we are blowing this shit up. Yeah. Tell a friend you heard it here first. Wait, She's all about podcast. Also ch- are they not following each other still? In which case, they're trying to be fucking sneaky. We're just too. Hold up. No, no. Didn't you say she followed back or something? Let's see. Okay, she doesn't follow him, and I think he follows her. Didn't that was the latest. Um, let me see. Following. No, he's not following oh! her. Oh, they don't follow each other so anymore. They're trying to be fucking sneaky. They think we're not onto them, but we're too smart. Okay, Greg, your French model girlfriend is in Spring Lake with you right now at your parents' beach house, and you think you're smart. Which is just and like not. so like they're clearly trying to do some efforts to be sneaky about it. It's like Clem, get the fuck off Instagram for like the two I days know, you're at the, the beach. Love of God. Like, does it really matter? Did we need to see you walking past the fucking bottle shop in Spring Lake? No, we didn't. And you know what? If you didn't walk past the bottle shop, we would never know. I know what that's beach the thing on, is like we could have just seen like the ocean and you sitting on the beach, and no one would really be able to confirm. But you've literally given but us we so just much. Confirmed. You literally tagged a flower shop based in Spring Lake. How sneaky are you really trying to be? I Wait, know. I feel like a detective, I, a professional yeah. detective. You know what? Let's put on our trench coats. Okay. Hold on. Let me go grab mine real quick. Yeah, that's literally us. Wow, I am on cloud nine. Wait, that feels like I feel alive. We cracked Um, a fucking case. I feel alive. Jeez. I feel alive. I'm going to go take the rest of the day off. (laughs) I think so. Just kidding. We have more to this episode. Yeah. Moving on. Speaking of paradise. So our girl, Tammy, who she's been on the podcast, she recently tweeted 
some shit about Paradise. The crap they're pulling for Paradise this year is embarrassing. And then, remember, they hate that I do know everything. What does it mean? What does it mean? Sing it, Miley. <laughs> I wrote Tammy and asked her yeah. because she is a Fots. And she basically said that she can't elaborate because ABC is on her, basically. I won't go any further into what she said specifically. But... They don't like that she's talking about the show. But then why? But then tweet I don't get that? why did you? Yeah, why tweet that if you can't elaborate? Maybe she just feels so much in her soul that like she's so angry at that. Like she needs to put a little bit out there and like let let us be detectives to figure out the rest. Well, you know what, Tammy? <laughs> We're the best detectives in America, so we will figure it out. This looks like a job for Jackie and Stephanie. <laughs> So what do we think? So she has to know the crap they're pulling for Paradise this year is embarrassing. But how does so she, she has know, to how, know? Are they filming Paradise right now? Oh yeah, I think they are. So what, then why is Greg are. in Spring Lake? Because he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Soon. You don't think he'd be like some of the first round people? No, because I, I actually don't think he's going to be. I think he's going to be like a day tour. A day tour. Because he's going to be a surprise. Like, but if they're filming already, if he's a day tour, he should be there. I don't know if they're filming already. Maybe they're doing that. You know, they keep them in like fucking prison for a couple of days before they start. Maybe they're all doing like their pre-show interviews. Mm -hmm. But then how does she know what they're doing is embarrassing? That's just like, what does Tammy know about the process of Paradise if they haven't really gotten into the process yet? I don't know. Tammy is from Peter's season, right? Yeah. So Tammy knows Victoria Fuller. She knows Hannah Ann. She knows Peter. So she probably has heard some rumblings that some shady shit's going on. I don't know. I believe Tammy wholeheartedly. And truth and time tells all. We're going to figure it out. Truth and time tell all. People in the comments on uh, something on Instagram that I saw, people are saying that Tammy's posting this conveniently right when Becca proposes to Thomas, a.k.a. Tommy. A.k.a. Tommy. And, you know, boobs his fiancé. Yeah. And people are saying, like, oh, look, she's trying to take the attention away from I don't think I don't think that that's true. If anything, I could see it being the opposite. I could see it being like all this like stuff. People are talking shit about Paradise and how shady and embarrassing it is. And then ABC's like, Becca, we need you to announce your proposal now because we need a distraction. Because Becca is the ABC employee here. And she had said in the post that they had been keeping this private for with close friends and family. So they were already the, the pictures were in her phone just like waiting to be posted at the perfect time. And Becca's going to Paradise. Becca is going Becca to paradise with Tommy. Yes, with Tommy. To get her ring. And I bet Tommy's going to drive her there because <laughs> he's, he's an the chauffeur. chauffeur. And it's going to be like, yeah, we're giving away a date card. And then Becca's going to walk on the beach with Tommy. It's going to be the same thing as Ashley and Jared. Yeah. And it's going to be like, I know we're already engaged, but you deserve your ring too. Yeah. And, and, I, and I didn't want to pay for it. So yeah. here we are, babe. How romantic. I didn't want to spend my own money on your engagement ring, so. Well, because he's spending it all on gas. Right. <laughs> the inflation so, is too high. It's too he much. He needs to spend she it all on it. gas. Yeah, they're not going to let their bachelor golden girl get engaged and not take a piece of that pie. Yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, no, Tammy, we need to know what she's talking about. Unfortunately, ABC, I think they're kind of, I don't know. Not I'm not saying she's scared, but they're trying to scare her into silence. I agree. Like stop. You're not I don't I don't understand why everyone else is allowed. Like we've had literally 25 different people on our show. Well, maybe They've Tammy knows like a lot of good stuff, like more than we realize, and that's why they're more on her. But I do think they're I mean, what what the fuck do I know? But I think they're like just big bullies and giving empty threats. 
1,000%, because at the end of the day, what can they really do? Especially because, like, I know Tammy's not lying. We know Tammy's telling the truth, so it's just kind of like, you can't really see I think when she's saying that it's embarrassing, whatever's happening in paradise, like, what anything they're trying to pull, they're probably, like, they try to dig into people's lives to try to get something embarrassing to happen, so it's good TV. Yeah. I did see that Reality Steve said that James is... Like, definitely going to paradise, which means Aaron's probably definitely yeah. going. And Tammy hates Aaron. So maybe there's something there. Ooh, good theory. Yeah. But we'll have to see. But also, no shit. Aaron and James remained single since last summer on purpose. Oh, to yeah. To be going back. Like, for sure. I, yeah, that does not surprise me at all that they'll be there. Of course they will be. And one of them's going to have to, like, now get in an actual relationship this time. Why? Like a real one. Though. I just think they, yeah, I don't know, because like you can't do it twice. We're not going to keep you on the beach. Maybe again. that's the embarrassing part, according to Tammy. Is that like Maybe. they're still just playing up the bromance for the cameras and doing literally yeah. nothing else? The bromance is cute, but you got to give me more now. Yeah, Aaron's got to get pissed at someone. Oh my god, <laughs> Becca and Thomas are going to get like reengaged, and Aaron is going to be and so Aaron's gonna be mad there. about it. Be like, oh, this guy is here for attention. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my god, can you can you see how tall he was? <laughs> Did you see how tall he was? Oh my god. Okay. Moving on. So last week we talked about the Bachelorette promo. You guys heard about it. You know, we're going shopping for our husband. We're also flight attendants with luggage and pedal to the metal, apparently. So we're not the only people that had problems with it. Nick Vial, shocker, Mm -hmm. had a problem with it. So we're going to play what he said on his podcast The Vial Files. The Vial Files. I'm it's like, like they roll out a Corvette and yeah. they got some dresses from TJ Maxx and said, throw this on. Yikes. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. Like one of their moms is good with fabrics and they went to Joanne's <laughs> Fabrics or something. And It does look like that. It looks like that. Okay, so clearly TJ Maxx isn't sponsoring the Vile Files podcast. <laughs> Like, what does he have against Maxinistas? Yeah, it's really nothing wrong with Maxinistas, but also, like, he's shitting on the dresses. The, that's, like, the least bad part of it. I thought the dresses <laughs> yeah. were fine. I think they I know, too. I was watching that. I'm like, Nick, but we have no problem with, like, literally every other part of the promo. Right, like, the dress was the one thing that we hadn't, we didn't say anything about the dresses. Nothing. I really didn't think twice actually, about them. I thought they looked lovely. <laughs> They looked cute. Yeah. It made me feel like I'm like, maybe I'm a Maxinista. Maybe. Because I saw no issue with their outfit. Same. Like, your mom's good with fabric, so you went to Joanne's Fabrics? Like, Nick, Joanne's Fabrics is another brand that's never going to work with you now. <laughs> good one. Whatever. I, I don't care what he has to say about anyone's... Like, who does he... Like, Nick Vile as, like, a man commenting on, like, these girls' dresses. Like, I don't care your opinion on their dresses at all, Nick. He just always yeah. has an opinion on everything. And I'm telling you, he gives me anxiety when he talks. I don't know what it is, but like, like this is Nick. Are they wearing dresses? Yeah. Do I like them? No. Like everything <laughs> is a question. so accurate. Wow, really? that was an amazing, wow. Did you feel like you were just Nick watching Val, Nick for a I second? was just talking to Nick Vile right now. Wow. He if I saw room. you in a bar and it was dark, would you believe that I was Nick Vile yes. and sleep with me? Yes. Amazing. <laughs> That's how he talks, and I don't know why. It's something about it. It stresses me out. It's always like, do I like it? No. Does it matter? No. Why are you answering all questions the whole time? Like, no one else has to be in the room with him. He can have a podcast by himself. Yeah. He doesn't need to talk to anyone. Anyways, but I mean, I support their Maxinista dresses. TJ Maxx, you want to hit us up? We'll fucking... Wear the shit out of those. Yeah, they look so cute. We'll recreate the promo in our Maxinista dresses. Amazing. I'll be there. I love that for us. I love it too. 
Okay, so we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. You know that's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild, and we read about it on air. So, first we have one about our girl, Olivia Caridi, who's been on the pod. Ooh, okay. Love Olivia. Fun fact, Olivia's going to my sister's wedding. Yeah, you had told me that. That's so funny. But did I tell the listeners? Guys, Olivia's going to my sister's wedding. She is, um, so Mike Garofola who's Michael G from Desiree season. He is in the wedding party with me. And That's so random. What a weird connection. Yeah, he's from Long Island and he's he grew up with my okay. future brother-in-law. And they're not dating, but they've dated in the past and I think they're just like friends and whatever and I actually said I'm like tell Mike to bring Olivia, please. Like I'm I would love to meet her mm-hmm. in person and my sister told me that like he RSVP'd with her and I'm like, "Oh, Wow, I'm so excited. So I will definitely be sharing photos when that happens because it's so exciting. Yeah, and you'll have a real-life bachelor encounter. You can tell us oh, yeah. all about what you and Olivia did at the wedding. Yeah, but we're like old pals. I mean, she's already been on the pod, so. No, I know. We're friends. friends. So this person writes, Hi, ladies. Big fan of the podcast and longtime Bachelor fan here. First season I watched was Ali Fedotowski's and haven't missed an episode since. That's wow. dedication. That really is impressive. Wanted to send along a brief encounter I had with Olivia, a.k.a. the villain from Friend of the Show, Ben Higgins' season. Oh, we know who she is. <laughs> I ran into her in a bathroom line at Nashville's Acme Bar on Broadway. This was May 2017, and Ben's season aired winter of 2016, so, like, she's very relevant at okay. this time. I mentioned that I've always wanted to apply to be on the show, and all she said without even looking at me was, don't, dot, 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 it's miserable. I'm so not surprised by this. I know, but I'm Uh, surprised she's just, like, said it to a random person like that. I'm not surprised that that was her feeling, but. Yeah, no, but I feel like she's actually always been vocal. Like, if anyone's ever said anything, she's like, they are evil. Like, she hates them. (laughs) So she continues and says, drunk me was tempted to bring up the fact that, of course, her experience was miserable because she was one of the most notorious Bachelor villains. But thankfully, the show did show the audience her true, unedited character on Ben's Greatest of All Times episode during the pandemic. Anyway, she wasn't rude when we met her at all. She just didn't seem like she wanted to talk about The Bachelor with drunk girls at the bar. I get nervy to ask celebrities for photos, so I snuck this one in line. If you want proof, keep up the great work, gals. And it's just a picture of Olivia in line on the bathroom. I like the phrase, I get nervy. Nervy. Yeah, I like that. Can we adopt that? Yeah, we I get kind of nervy. I was a little nervy. Um... I mean, I get Olivia's feelings that she doesn't want to talk about her horrible experience on The Bachelor with drunk girls at the bar. I would not want to either. So that makes Yeah, and I'm glad that drunk her didn't bring up that, of course, she was miserable because she was the villain. Yeah, I don't think that's a good way to, like, interact with people. Especially since if you go back and listen to when Olivia was on the podcast, she explains there's so many scenes that, like, didn't happen the way it was shown on TV that Mm -hmm. she was... 1,000% 1,000% set up to be a villain, whereas yeah. I think someone... There are other people who were villains because they did villainous things. Right. I don't think Olivia was truly villainous. I agree with that statement. Like, they're like, literally, go interrupt Ben. He told us he wants you to. Right. And, and that's he not didn't. Even that, that's not, like, an evil thing to do. It's, it's just... She's the ultimate got-a-bad-edit person. Yeah, she and, like, Blake... <laughs> Horseman from Paris. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, in a different way, but yeah, I get in a different way. Yeah, yeah. But um, I love, I love this bachelor encounter. I love that Olivia is so real. I'm wondering what she'll. I mean, I'm sure drunk me 
at the wedding. To talk to her at the wedding, drunk yeah. wedding stuff. We'll want to ask her some things, but like I'll, you know, I'll feel I'll feel the room. See yeah, if be she's cool like about it. Don't yeah, get, I'm gonna be busy but that don't day. Don't get anyway. nervy, you know. I'm like, not gonna get nervy. I, I feel like I could really. Again, this is like an old friend I'm gonna be seeing, so yeah. I won't. I'll, I'll try my best not to get nervy. Okay. Next. This person writes, I spotted Matt and Rachel racing through the airport a few weeks ago. They were both dressed casually and looked a bit frantic like they were running late. We we just saw them running through a hotel the other day, uh, the other time, remember? Oh, that's right. In, in Vegas, all, right? In Vegas, yeah. They're always running. Always running. Um, as they it. zipped by me in the airport, I saw Matt grabbing at his jacket pockets and saying to Rachel, do you have my candy? Do you have my snack? To which, oh to, which to which, Rachel said, what? I don't know. Rachel rushed ahead of him as Matt seemed preoccupied to, to find the missing snack. Matt huffed and puffed and then continued running after her. <laughs> Later, I found an unopened bag of Skittles in the terminal sitting on the ground. I couldn't help but wonder if it belonged to Matt. But at that point, it was long after I had seen them in the airport. I hope he got some replacement candy before they got on their flight. Wait, this is so funny. <laughs> Who just left the Skittles on the ground? Matt. Well, we don't know that. I know, but I I want to believe that Those he's are not puffing Skittles. and puffing about his candy Skittles. <laughs> and it's also just hilarious to me that like someone's at an airport frantically looking through their pockets, huffing and puffing, and the thing that they're worried about is <laughs> their Skittles and not like their ticket or like their phone or their passport or driver's or making license, something flight. you actually need. Yeah, like there's so many other things that I feel like would take priority. Skittles, and it just reminds me of like literally a child going on a plane <laughs> with his mom being like, "Mom, where, where are my Skittles? I need my snack. I need my like portable DVD player." Like just the way kids are like on planes. I feel like yeah. you need to have like sixteen games. Of, like, 16 <laughs> I don't know snacks. why I'm like I'm like literally picturing Rachel like dragging Matt, and he's like crying because he can't find his Skittles. Yeah, and she probably had to pay three times as much for a snack on the plane unfortunately, because Matt needs his snack. But maybe she could just distract him with, like, a little game or a movie no. or something. Or maybe, like, she could put, like, a little baby mobile above him and it could just distract yeah. him because he's acting like a child. Oh, my Let God, that's so funny. Let him play with the iPad, but only on the parent control setting Right, or yeah, you got to put those settings on, Rachel. Like, he's going to go crazy. Uh, I, I want to know what this person did with the Skittles, like, do you take them? No, you leave them on the floor. That's disgusting. I don't know. Just they're like not. Oh, it's not like okay. They're not open. That is fair. But still, like, do yourself a favor. Treat yourself to a fresh bag of Skittles <laughs> from the actual store in the airport. You know what you they know? probably did though. Later that night, I'm sure the cleaning people saw a fresh bag of Skittles and put them right back up on the stand. That's so the one that true. you're the one that you're, you're right, buying right. is the one that was on the ground. It was Matt's. You guys, someone somewhere is eating Matt's Skittles right now. Wow. I know that's deep. deep. Person. That's so deep. This is just a funny little tidbit. And you know what else is funny? Another Matt and Rachel Bachelor encounter was the Starbucks drive-through and like Matt oh, was yeah, going, the wrong, going the wrong way. And then she was inside getting like I feel like oh, she's Oh, and then she got out of the car and just went into the actual Starbucks cuz she's yeah. like I can't deal with this. Why are you going the wrong way? Yeah. This man, he needs <laughs> priorities. Get things together. I don't know. He's giving me child vibes. I mean, this doesn't really surprise me, but I'm like, Matt, grow up a little. It's so fucking funny. But this is all very par for the course, like especially like seeing him hang out with Tyler. I feel like they're just kid energy, you know? Oh, yeah, they're very kid energy, toddler energy, even. <laughs> toddler, even. And I have one, so I, I was I, gonna would know. Say, I was about to say, like, would Charlie huff and puff 
if you forgot his yes. Skittles for the plane. Yeah, pro- he'd probably cry the whole plane ride, honestly. I don't give him Skittles, but he would cry, sure. And then I'd have to distract him. What's his favorite snack these days? Well, I don't give him, like, candy. He's, like, literally yeah, just no, turned two. What uh, is he, like, goldfish? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and he loves, like, Ritz crackers. No one cares about what Charlie likes to eat. But I care. <laughs> I know, I'm just telling you. I think, like, Rachel was even more upset about... Matt's behavior because like they clearly were running late for their flight like I think they were in danger of missing their flight and then Matt's just concerned because they it starts off by saying yeah they were looking frantic and zipping by me in the airport so like they clearly had places to go and instead of like rushing instead to get of, to their instead gate of looking for something real like your plane ticket or your phone or like your ID or the, the, the gate or the gate looking literally the gate. anything that's important to getting on this plane it's where the fuck are my skittles I mean Matt's got the important questions. He'd rather be miss really the plane pissed. and sit in the airport with six bags <laughs> of Skittles than get on his flight. I mean, how pissed would you be if you got on the plane and you went to eat your snack and it was not there? That's really I, fucked up. I would say a little bit bummed. I'm not going to lie. Especially if I had like planned a snack. But there are worse things in the world. I don't know. You, they have snacks on the plane. You they don't have Skittles else. on the plane, Jackie. They don't have Skittles You're on the plane. Right. And they I think that's Skittles, what Matt's concern was. They have like those, I don't know. I bet they're probably like, Matt, would you like a butter cookie? And he's like, do you have Skittles? <laughs> no, I don't want a butter cookie. I know. The snacks also kind of suck on the plane. Like those stupid yeah. fucking cookies. I know the ones you're talking about. Horrible. Um, and then there's always ballsy people that are like, I'll have a pretzel and a cookie. Like, you never know if you can ask for more than one, but then there's, like, people that are like, I got this. They're not going to say no to me. And I get so jealous of them. You can ask for two as well. I know, but I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, like, I can't ask for two. He just asked for two. Now, I feel stupid doing it right after, so I just don't, and I just eat my butter cookie, wishing it was Skittles. (laughs) What a sad time. Moving on. This person saw Grocery Store Joe. Okay. Where? I saw Grocery Store Joe in Chicago last summer. He was eating outside at a pizza place and seemed to be pretty shy, but also very friendly. His phone never left his side throughout the whole dinner, and he was seen taking quite a few selfies and texting a ton. I didn't recognize the guys he was eating with, but they seemed like normal guys, not people from the show. I wanted to ask for a picture, but chickened out. When I first heard that he's just taking selfies the whole dinner and you hadn't mentioned that he was sitting with other people, I'm picturing (laughs) Joe alone at this pizza restaurant taking selfies of himself the whole time and, like, texting Serena. That was my vision and that until we found out that there's other people sitting with him. Yeah, so he's sitting with people and taking taking pictures of himself. That's even weirder, honestly. It's weird, but I don't think that crazy to hear from him specifically i feel like he's very much like a i'm going to document my entire meal like he's a food guy yeah well he has that sauce that right we should get i don't know how to get it oh wait it's in do they have an instagram no remember it came to new york it's coming to new york yeah it's coming to new york i don't think it's there yet sundays with with joe yeah well because i remember him saying on his insta story that it was like in all of these chicago grocery stores i think it is coming to new york but I don't know. I've never seen it before at the grocery store. I'm just going to write. I'm literally following Sundays with Joe right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to write and say I would love to try the sauce. Okay. Oh, maybe they'll send it for free. That's what I'm trying to do. Joe, we're influencers, if you haven't heard. Send us the sauce. Send us the sauce. and Oh, and we should do a Patreon We'll take selfies. Episode, a Patreon episode where we cook with the sauce and we make an Italian meal. Okay. 
And then we taste test it. Be there or, or yeah, no, I'll taste, I'll make two we'll different, make different dishes pastas. for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll put like ragu. Yes. Like, and then we'll taste test it with Joe's apparently good sauce. Right. But we have to blind taste test because we don't yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. swayed. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Well. We'll think about the format, but I think there's something here. I think there's something here. I love when we brainstorm live. <laughs> All right. Those are all the Bachelor Encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit or you know someone that has a cool experience with someone from the show, DM me at She's All Bachelor. We may read it next week. All right, guys. I'm here with Alea from Peter Season. Hi, Alea. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. Me too. I, I'm actually very excited for this interview because I have so many questions about everything that went down with you specifically on your season, I feel like, I, I don't know, I was watching YouTube videos to kind of prep for this and I'm like, it was insane. I like forgot how wild it is. So I can't wait to get into it. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I've had to relive it a lot. I don't know why, but all of a sudden I've gotten asked to do a lot of podcasts kind mm-hmm. of like seemingly out of the blue. And so I'm having to like relive this whole thing that happened like three years ago. Yeah. Okay. Is it like, well, how does it feel looking back on it now? It's like a bad dream, okay. honestly, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's been so long that emotionally I'm kind of detached from what mm-hmm. happened, but I mean, I still lived it. It still happened. And so right. having to go back, I'm like, oh, wow, this is like, I'm having to like really think about this now. It was wild. I feel like they really fed you to the wolves a little bit, but we're going <laughs> to, we'll get into it. Okay. So you were on Peter's season. When did you find out that he was the bachelor and were you excited about him being the bachelor? So we actually didn't find out that Peter was the bachelor until we were already in LA quarantining to go Mm -hmm. on the show for the first night. Like we were already there, signed up, ready to go by the time we confirmed that Peter was the bachelor. I had my suspicions and I was hoping it was him, but we didn't get final confirmation until like, I don't know, probably two days before night one. Which is so crazy to me that that, that's how they do it. I've heard that from other people too. Um, So you were excited that he was the bachelor? Oh yeah. I really wanted Peter to be the bachelor. Cause I had watched Hannah's season and I just thought he was cute. You know, yeah. like from everything that you saw in Hannah's season, he was cute. He had a good family. Um, he just seemed like kind of the really cute all American quirky pilot. Totally. Um, we actually had Mike Johnson on a few weeks back and he said that Tyler was their first pick and Tyler turned it down, which is why they went with Peter. How would you have felt if Tyler Cameron was picked instead? I thought Tyler was cute. I think during the time I was a little bit part of the fanfare, like everybody okay. thought Tyler was just it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, Tyler's really cute. Um, and then I think Tyler started dating. Is that the same time he started dating Gigi Hadid? Gigi Hadid, yeah. Yeah. yeah shortly so after. As soon as that came out, I was like, okay, it's either Mike or Peter at this point. Like Totally. Yeah. No, no we, we talked to him a lot about him getting passed over for it. And that was like a whole mess um, with Mike. But so- I want to like start at the beginning of all of the drama that you were involved in. I feel like it started when Sydney accused you of being fake and that seemed to come kind of out of nowhere. You guys have like a really awkward conversation where she's kind of like, do you work? And then you're like, yeah, I have three jobs that seem to come out of nowhere. Can you take me back, (laughs) relive this trauma, (laughs) take me back to how the idea even got planted in her head where other people saying this in the house. And even that, I have so many questions about that conversation because it looks not real, but we can get into that after. (laughs) Um, So 
I don't remember ever feeling weird or feeling like other people had an issue with me. Like, I mean, mind you at that point, there's what 20 women living together, all vying for the same guy's attention. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're not going to have time to sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with every single girl, especially considering when you're in the house, people are always on dates. So you're never going to have all 20 girls at one time. You're just kind of hanging out with whoever's out of the house. So, um, looking back, we didn't really, Sydney and I never really sat down and hung out or sat down and talked to each other, really like had a deep conversation. So whenever she came to me on that group date and was asking all these questions, I was like, Oh, this is really sweet. She's like trying to get to know me and about it. And that's the whole, like, do you work in relation to the pageant world is kind of a common question. So I didn't think anything of it at the time. It's okay. Many times before, like, do you work or do you only do the pageant thing? And so I guess in my mind, that was the direction she was coming from rather than, you know, the kind of more aggressive place that we saw of like, what do you even do? (laughs) Right. No, well, that's obviously how it came off. So that conversation happened then more or less. Cause I was, I'm always trying to be very weary of like, okay, do I ever see these people in a two shot together? It cuts to right. this person. It cuts to this. No, yeah. Um, Cause it seemed so happen. random. I'm like, who goes up to someone and literally just says, do you work like it <laughs> right flowed, out of the blue? It flowed a little bit. Okay. I, or at least I felt like it did. Um, yeah. I know we were all kind of sitting in a big group and then girls were, you know, trying to go talk to Peter. They were going and having their own side conversations. They were getting pulled for ITMs. And so I remember it ended up getting to the point where it was just her and I, Mm -hmm. and when she started with that, it flowed into what I felt was a natural conversation. So maybe the, the beginning was kind of abrupt, but it wasn't, again, it just, maybe I'm just naive, but I never felt like in the moment it was coming from a malicious place. And then watching back and hearing all of her interviews from the day, realizing she had beef with me. I was like, oh, it wasn't coming from a friendly place. She was actually trying to like back me into a corner of yeah and where do you think that came from I don't know I always say that in that environment tensions are just yeah like at the end of the day you have 20 women living together dating the same guy with no outside like release so it's not Mm -hmm. like they can go talk about you know oh my gosh did you see the latest gossip on like Kim Kardashian like Mm -hmm. you know all the gossip is within the house the only thing we have to talk about is what's going on in the house and each other and Peter. So I think naturally tensions get high. And I think that Sydney and I's personality in the house was just oil to water. I think that we just weren't, we just didn't have a similar personality, which is to be expected. And I think it just came to a point where it finally separated completely. Yeah. <laughs> and I get where, again, watching it back three years detached, I can get where she was coming from with the whole, like, if he's into Alea, there's no way he's into me because our personalities are so vastly different. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing just led to another and yeah. And we'll never know. We'll never I want to, <laughs> exactly. I want to talk about Victoria P Victoria Paul, um, because basically she flat out lied and downplayed the extent to which you guys knew each other outside of the show. Did you ever address that with her outside of filming or like, I, I, I don't know. I want to go through that whole thing. Cause it was also very weird to me. Yeah. I feel like I can't talk about bachelor without talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, since the show we've talked, we've reconciled, we're on great mm-hmm. terms now. Um, everything's been smoothed over. 
But at the time, no. So we, I know after the show and after filming, obviously my feelings were really hurt. Yeah. I felt really betrayed by somebody I considered a friend going into that whole crazy experience. And we just kind of avoided each other. I mean, we didn't talk leading up to Women Tell All. We didn't talk at Women Tell All really or afterwards. It was just like very much, uh, I avoided her and she avoided me. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think both of us didn't want to have that confrontation again. Uh, I, or at least I know I felt betrayed and I felt like I couldn't trust her after that experience. And I really just didn't want to hear what she had to say for the longest time because it was just such a triggering conversation for me. Yeah. Um, Well, it it was, it was just flat out wild. Like it was just like, she's literally saying to Peter, oh, I, I barely know her. We spent a few hours together. But then when he finally brings you guys together, she's like wiping your tears and like to your face <laughs> being your friend. And so, but you obviously don't know that she's saying these things behind your back. Right. That she doesn't know you. So you guys went, so you went into it being like, oh, this is someone who that was I'm friends with. You yeah, know, you're good. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, exactly. That is exactly right. I went into the whole experience thinking that, you know, this is my this is my friend. This is my USA sister. Like we did this mm-hmm. whole thing together and pageants, the, the feeling you have with the girls is kind of like a big sorority. Like you're going to be yeah. close to some girls than others, but at the end of the day, you all have this mutual experience and you guys are all connected through that. So mm-hmm. that in and of itself, I was like, Oh, she's got my back. We're in this together. Um, and at the end of the day, I think it just all came down to this huge miscommunication, misunderstanding, Um, I still, to this day, do not know why she said that she barely knew me or why we like have barely talked for what, what was it like three hours? Yeah. She had said like three hours when you guys, I guess had taken a whole trip together. Right. Yeah. We literally spent a whole weekend in Vegas together. We obviously had Miss USA, which maybe there we collectively spent an hour Mm -hmm. together. Um, but then we talked the whole thing, like weeks leading up to bachelor. And I remember, I mean, looking back, I remember leading up to Bachelor, it was like we talked through the entire castings process. And like the week before we left, she kind of pulled away. And I, again, maybe I'm just really naive, but I chalked it up to nerves. Like, you know, we're leading up, yeah. you're packing, you're trying to pack for a two month possibility of being gone. You're trying to prep and get ready. I just chalked it up to she's busy. I was busy too. Like, I didn't right. think hard about it. Um, when in reality, looking back, she was kind of pulling herself away. But then we get to the mansion night one, I give her a huge hug. Like I make it very apparent that we know each other or from outside of this experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the night one, I'm seeking her out like as a role. Yeah, to have like a, a buddy. Yeah. yeah for sure. You're in this crazy world. Like I just wanted to have somebody I felt like I knew. So yeah. I had no, no idea at all, no inclination that she had any kind of reservations about me or any concerns or had thought that I asked her to lie about our relationship. Well, that was going to be my second question. What, what was that all about? Cause I think didn't, she had said that you went into it being like, let's yeah. pretend like we don't know each other, which I guess also kind of makes sense from a production standpoint. Cause you know, that when they find out things about people from their past, they'll find any way to kind of like but that was against you or I don't know here. Right. But that was never an issue for me or a concern of mine. It's not a secret. Literally we were part of the same Miss USA class, like no shit. We know each other, you know, Mm -hmm. that was never, never, never like 
even a possibility in my mind of like, we need to hide our friendship. We need to act like strangers. Like literally she was the first person I hugged in the mansion. Mm-hmm. And I mean, oh, so that was never really established them going into it. Like, oh, let's pretend like we don't. Oh, not even okay. a little bit. Like I, not even remotely close. And that's where I guess the big miscommunication came in is so basically leading up to bachelor, there's lots of nerves. There's lots of, um, uncertainty. And at one point there was a certain moment where Victoria was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I just, I'm not sure if I can, if I'm able to handle yeah. this right now. And me being a friend was like, okay, like, you know, if, if that's how you feel, then don't do it. But just know that as soon as you call the producers and tell them you're out, they're not going to be like, okay, you're out. Okay. You're in. Like if you call them and tell them you're out, you're out. So just yeah. be sure of your choice before you call them. Right. And she was like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm not sure. Are you okay if I, like, do you mind if I tell my producer, I know you've been casted verbatim. That's what the message said was, Mm -hmm. who mind if I tell my producer, I know that you have been casted. And to that, I said, no, I said, I would rather you not, you know, at that point, there's all these legal obligations. They, every time you talk to a producer in regards to the show, they tell you to keep everything a secret. Don't tell anybody you've been cast. If you do, there can be legal repercussions repercussions there can be um th- th- there's just all all these you can be removed from the show you right totally casting, you sign an nda so they're like remember you signed a non-disclosure agreement like don't tell anybody so when she's asking me like can i disclose that i know you've been cast i'm like no i would rather you not right because you could get in like, trouble or you could get taken off the show Exactly. Exactly. So that was my thought is I didn't want us to get in trouble. I didn't want us to get from the experience before we even showed up, like totally we get there and we're there and then they find out it is what it is. Like, what are you going to do? Throw, kick us out. We're already here. Yeah. Um, But I didn't want us to get in trouble. So somehow that got misconstrued into don't, don't tell them that we know each other. Yeah. So that was the conversation that was had. It had nothing to do about us keeping it a secret that we knew each other, that we had a friendship, that we had a relationship, none of that at all. Um, It was all about not disclosing that we were privy to the other's casting information. I mean, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Totally, totally reasonable. (laughs) It was so frustrating when it was airing and she's like, we, I asked her to, or she asked me to lie about knowing her. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It had nothing to do with that. And then of course I'm seeing all the people online talk about like, well, of course we're all going to know they know each other. That was stupid of Alea. And I'm like, but that wasn't the case. Right. So that was probably the most aggravating part is like, I seeing what I asked or what I said be completely twisted to be like, oh no, she wants to keep a, their relationship a secret. I'm like, we're not having an affair. I'm just trying to no, like, totally. yeah. keep up with our legal agreement. Totally. When you said now you guys are on good terms and have yeah. kind of like put it past you. Did, yeah. When you were kind of reconciling though, did you ask her why she lied about not being like have, having only known you for a few hours when you yeah. guys literally went to Vegas together? That's more than a few hours. We talked about it and I don't okay. know, you know, I, I don't want to go put words in her mouth and the conversation. It's been like a year since we've had totally. it. Yeah. So it's not really my place to be like, oh, well, she said this, 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 and this was her experience, but she did give me all of her explanations. We did talk about it very candidly. Um, and 
since have everything is kind of worked out. She's apologized for making me feel the way she um, made me feel during the experience and it's all worked mm-hmm. out at this point. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. I want to ask about like, you got kicked off the show and then came back and yeah. what was your experience? Well, and I, it was so interesting because in the time, I guess in the time you had been off the show, like you get your phone back, you get internet back. So then you came back kind yeah. of having knowledge of what was being said about the show online as it's being filmed. What was that whole experience? Like, did you even get all the way home or did they just put you in a hotel and then bring you knowing they're going to bring you back? Like, oh, please explain yeah. to me how that all went down. <laughs> So basically when you get sent home after a rose ceremony, you're out, like you, it's the whole, say your goodbyes, you say bye and you walk out of the mansion Mm -hmm. to a offsite hotel. Like you don't get to go pack. They will literally send you photos of your room and ask if anything is yours. Like you're Mm -hmm. gone. So I get to my hotel that night and it's just me. Cause they, at that point, they separate you from the other girls that go home that same night. So oh, interesting. Okay. Completely by myself in this hotel room. And I, um, I remember getting to the room and trying the phones. So normally when you're in the hotel room, like the weeks leading up to filming, they mm-hmm. shut off the phones to where you can only call production. So you Wild. can call room service and production and that's it. Well, I guess whoever was coordinated my room that night forgot that little. Okay. So I was able to call my mom. The first thing I did was I tried the phone. If I could call my mom. So I did. Um, and of course I'm crying. She's like, what the heck? Um, and I was, I explained to her everything that had happened. She's like, why are you calling me then? I'm like, what do you mean? Why I'm on the way home? Like I'll be there tomorrow. And she goes, you need to call Like, did you like Peter? And I was like, yeah, I really liked him. I thought we had a great connection. And she was like, then get off the phone with me and call your producer. Like you need to talk to him. Like if you literally just left it at you crying and didn't get to explain your side, you need to talk to him. And I was like, you're right. She's like, they've done crazier things on the show than this. It's true. There's no rules. There's <laughs> no rules in Bachelor World. So yeah. I called my producer and they pretty much told me I was SOL. Like, sorry, we can't. I didn't know at the time, but they were already getting ready to leave to Cleveland the next day. So okay. I couldn't go talk to him. It was already like one o'clock in the morning. It was just, sorry, your plane leaves at 8 a.m. It was like, right, okay. right. So I fly home. I physically am home. They okay, don't. Okay, wow. So you got all the way home. I was very curious yes. about that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So they don't give you your cell phone until you get to the airport. So okay. I get to the airport. And of course, you can imagine I haven't talked to anybody I love or care about except for my mom that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, in weeks. And so first thing I do is I call my mom and call my best friend. I'm just like, Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Well, as all these articles about the show were coming out, you're getting messages. People are mm-hmm. constantly at that point, sending me articles. They're sending me this, right. that my sister and my mom were Snapchatting me every day while I was gone. So I'd have like a five Aww. minute message to look at when I got back. So bottom line, you don't have to seek out this information because it's literally being sent to you. Um, mm-hmm. at least in my, my situation, it was, so I get home and I'm reading through everybody's messages when I get a call from producers. So they f- did call me back and they pretty much said, like, tell us what you want to tell Peter. Like, what, what are you hoping to come tell him? So I did. Mm-hmm. They, Chris Harrison was still the host and one of the executive producers. So I talked to Chris Harrison and he's like, we never do this, but we'll allow you to come back and talk to Peter. 
Um, that doesn't mean you're back on the show. He might not even want to see you, but will allow you to at least come and ask if you can talk to him. Um, I was like, okay. So I bought, I bought my flight to Cleveland. Like I paid to fly. Oh, wow. You see, this is just wild. Okay. Continue. They were like, we already paid for you to get to LA and we already paid for you to fly home. So we don't have it in budget to, you know, pay for another Mm -hmm. flight. And I was like, that's fine. I'll pay for it myself. Cause at that point I really, really wanted to talk to Peter. Um, so I, yeah, I think I was home for a little over 24 hours because my flight left the next morning and then I was in Cleveland a whole day. Um, but during that time I had my phone the whole time. It wasn't until Peter invited me back on the show that they finally took it again. So when you're in Cleveland, are you just like waiting for what, like when they're going to do the group date? So that's when you can go in or how does that work? As as a, as a cast member, you are completely in the dark with everything. Like Mm -hmm. you're just kind of chilling until somebody grabs you pretty much. So I get to Cleveland in the evening and then I spend the entire day in my hotel room waiting for a producer to come get me. Like they basically are like, make sure you're ready by this time and we'll come get you when we get you. So I am spending the whole day pretty much sitting in my hotel room. I went for a walk at one point with my producer um, to get out of the room, but mm-hmm. I'm literally just sitting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and hours are passing and nobody's come to like get me. And I, at this point I'm keeping up to like, see what they're doing through the day. I'm like refreshing reality Steve's post to see like, okay, they're on their date oh, okay. thinking maybe between their date and the cocktail party, I'll be able to talk to Peter. And then it doesn't happen. And now there's footage of them walking into their place for the cocktail party. And I'm like, I'm about to crash a cocktail party. Like I'm right. about to crash the party, but what are you going to do? I'm not going to sit there and be like, no, I really want to talk to him. After No, you're going to, you're going to take what you can get. And so, right. um, yeah, I was taken to the place and told what room he was in. And yeah. And then you guys had that conversation yeah. It's so crazy. It was when, when you come back, when you came back, obviously like on the show, they made it seem like the reaction was very negative from all the girls. Was that how people were reacting to you in real time? Um, well, I didn't really get to interact with any of the girls. So what you saw oh, right. exactly how it went down. So I pretty much come up the stairs and all the girls are sitting around and you hear all of their like reactions mm-hmm. and I mean, mind you at this point, I'm like tunnel vision. Like I got to go find Peter before I chicken out. Like I need yeah. to just bite the bullet and do it. So I kind of blocked out all the reactions because I figured they wouldn't be happy to see me. So I mm-hmm. don't remember because I very, I literally looked at them, waved and kept going. So crazy. Yeah. Do you feel that like they, did you feel that the producers gave you like an, an honest chance to like actually talk to Peter and, and say what you had to say, or did you feel like set up in any way? No, no, no. no. I feel like they really did. They very much delivered on what they, they were. I mean, obviously the show needs some drama, so it it makes sense that they would rather me talk to him on a group date than talk to him privately in the group date or after, um, at the end of the test, you still need a show, but I Mm -hmm. will say Peter and I's conversation was, completely uninterrupted. Nobody came in and interrupted us, which is very rare in that situation. Yeah. Um, and I got to say everything I wanted to say and had to say without any kind of producer involvement or interruption. I mean, and it clearly like kind of worked out in the short term because he did invite you back to join the show. 
have you talked to him? I, I felt kind of bad about the situation because well, I mean, for a lot of reasons, like you didn't deserve any of that, but it really seemed very clear, at least from a viewer that you and Peter actually did really have a strong connection and he did really like you. And I, and nothing really happened between you two. It was just like the drama became too much, yeah. which is why then you eventually ended up going home. Have you talked to Peter? Did you talk to Peter at all? Like when the show ended? Because I always felt like uneasy about that. I'm like, oh, there was never actually anything between them to make it not work. It was all the yeah outside things that just made it like too hard. So I know, I remember when the show ended, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I reached out to him cause we didn't know how it ended either. So I didn't right. know if he ended engaged. I didn't know if, I mean, now I know he ended in every single possible way, <laughs> right? Um, but at the time I wasn't sure. So I didn't want to be disrespectful to the other girls and be right. like DMing Peter if he had a fiance or a girlfriend. <laughs> So mm-hmm. I waited until um, Women Tell All happened. And that was the first time I saw him, the first time I talked to him. And um, I know at one point, Chris Harrison asked me, like, Alea, do you have anything you'd like to say to Peter? And mm-hmm. I did, but I didn't want to say it in front of everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. Women Tell All was already a cluster. I didn't want to then be like, um, what the hell? So I just wished him well and afterwards shot him a DM and Mm -hmm. basically let him know, like, you know, there's no hard feelings. I think the situation got away from both of us. I don't know what your relationship status is, but I hope you're happy and that it was a positive experience for you. And just know, I have nothing negative to say about you. Yeah. Uh, And he responded and pretty much said the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Things went the way they went. Um, Same thing. I have nothing but good things to say about you. I was like, okay, cool. And that's kind of it. Like we ended up being like Instagram kind of buddies that would react to stories every now and again, right? never really had like a conversation. And of course, before everything happened and he dated Maddie and Mm -hmm. and (laughs) everyone, literally everybody before that, there was definitely a time where I had regrets about the way things ended. And I kind of hoped, like, I don't think I've said this before. I, I had always kind of hoped that he ended up single, like not engaged at the end of things so that maybe he and I could try to like actually go on a date because I did feel like in the experience George is like (laughs) attention um I felt like in the experience we had a really really good connection I really really liked him and like you said I felt like there was never a reason we wouldn't work it was always outside outside forces were against totally yeah but you know that feelings long since passed but at the time I definitely there was a time where I was like maybe I don't know like I could fly to California we could hang out we could go we could just yeah where things go well like I said it was very clear from a viewer that it seemed like he really liked you and yeah it was unfortunate how it kind of played out you say the feelings have since passed I do think Peter's single now at this moment would you give him a chance would you slide into the old dms (laughs) I don't think so I think at this point there's just been too much mess with the whole thing like yeah dating three girls within a year (laughs) season after the fact is just kind of too much for me yeah Um, I get that you know so I'd gladly hang out with him we can be buddies but I don't know romantically that maybe not your husband maybe not my husband yeah I get that do you want to talk at all about women tell all and kind because you did mention earlier it was wild 
I'm always curious on how those things go down. Cause I think oh so God. much of it is so choppy and they, it they is. cut so much. Yeah. Um, what's something that we have to Oh, well, sorry. yeah, because okay. don't you guys film for like how you film like eight hours, oh. right? Isn't it crazy? Yeah. yeah, it's like all day. Um, so it's very George is very. I'm sorry. Take <laughs> yeah, for all <laughs> listeners, it's just Alaya's dog that's so kind sorry. of having a moment. But <laughs> no, we're just explaining what why it's happening. But it's fine. Um, but yeah, women tell all literally last all day, and you cover a lot in that time. So I did kind of feel like what aired, you didn't really get the full story you don't really get the whole like right the apologies that were made you didn't get because it's hard it's hard to squeeze all that in so I do wish that they would have aired I mean selfishly more of like me explaining things yeah apologizing yeah. where do like to Fuller to Victoria Fuller um mm-hmm. I apologize to her about the whole Chase Rice situation um we talked about like Victoria P and I's relationship, which oddly enough was aired on Instagram. It was like as a teaser clip for what oh, so called, weird, but it was never shown on the actual show, which I thought was strange. So they literally, and I think bachelor nation was the one who posted this teaser clip of like me clearing the air about the Victoria situation, but it never aired, which was really strange. It just completely skipped over that part. Yeah. It's always very interesting to me what they choose to air and don't air. And they spend so much time on some of these things that are like, that I don't care about. Like I don't need to see bloopers. I'm good. Like we waste 10 minutes of the whole show on that. Um, So would you say that specifically is something you wish had aired that didn't, is there any other moment that you were like shocked didn't make it to air? Um, not that I can, that was the number one where I was like, we literally had this whole conversation and then when it aired it just made it seem like Chris asked me a question and all the girls talked over me when right we did have a little bit of back and forth conversation so yeah yeah I thought that was strange and I wish that would have aired because not everybody was going to see the Instagram clip I think I shared it because if people right. questions and they followed me here's at least some kind of answer mm-hmm. but yeah that was weird so weird Okay. So what is life like for you today? Would you ever consider paradise or are you a retired reality TV <laughs> star? Uh, I think that I am retired. Um, okay. you know, I, I feel, I feel bad for our season. Cause I feel like we've just kind of gotten the short end of the stick of everything. You guys um, missed out on what could have been like a really great paradise. Um, yes. then the pandemic canceled it. And then by the time they brought it back, it was like, old we news were old now. news. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So it was like, we kind of got skipped over like mm-hmm. our whole paradise season. Just, yeah. And I feel like happen. I didn't watch, I didn't watch paradise in full this year, but I even felt like the storylines that were shown were all the newer people. Like, yeah, it pretty much was pretty much just got like, they were just fillers. Yeah. Um, so that kind of sucked. I don't know that I I would be open to doing it again. Like if they called and they were like, Hey, Leah, you want to come to paradise? What do I have to lose? At right. This point? Yeah. You know, single speed date on the beach. Okay, fine. Um, but would I like seek it out and be really like, yeah, paradise. No, no. <laughs> uh, so what are you up to now in your normal life? Um, I am about to graduate. So I kind of, 
between pageant world and bachelor world put school on the back burner and I just never finished. And so I will be graduating this fall. So I'm almost, I only have a couple classes left. And then I um, still work at the same orthodontist office that I worked at before the show. I have my small business on the side that I co-own with my mom and my sister. So three Mm -hmm. little plug for the business Uh, that takes up a lot of my time. So we're just trucking along over here. And obviously my dog takes up all my time. (laughs) Yes. I have a dog as well and I can concur. They take up lots of time. (laughs) Um, well, that's great. I'm like really happy for you. Happy that things kind of, you know, work themselves out and everything kind of ends up the way it's supposed to. Is there anything else you want to plug or talk about before I let you go? But this was awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I don't think so. I think that's the biggest thing is if anybody wants to support me in the life after the show, be sure to check out three bees at home. We're on Instagram. We have our own website. Um, and yeah, that would, I'm kind of pushing all my traffic that way now. So I'm like, yeah. check us out. <laughs> we're like lush, but better. Where are you guys located? Um, so we, like I said, I work full-time and my mom works full-time mm-hmm. as well. So we don't have a brick and mortar, like a oh, store. Okay. Um, that's full time. So we do pop-ups and we always post our pop-up schedule for the month at the beginning of every month. Um, so this month I'll be in Holotus this Saturday, uh, the seventh, and then the third weekend of every month we're in Fredericksburg. Awesome. Well, definitely check that out. If you guys are in those areas, guys. Um, and thank you so much, Alea. This was, this was really great. And I appreciate you taking the time. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please be sure to rate us five stars on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening. And if you really want to, why don't you go ahead and write us a nice little review. And join our Facebook group. It is a very cool group for very cool people who love She's All Batch. And we're in it too. And we chat with you guys. We talk about things about the show. We all make plans for Fots Fest, which is happening July 16th. Be there or be a square. Um... And sometimes we give you guys little previews of like who the interview is going to be for the upcoming episode. It's a cool group to be in. And there's a lot of really cool people to meet and chat with fans of The Bachelor and fans of She's All Batch. Like what could be better? Yeah. And I feel like I like that because you know that if you're in a group with people that support something that's funny and fun, the people are funny and fun. So I feel like you're amongst friends. Like You're amongst people that at least have the same sense of humor as you because they all enjoy us because the girls that get it get it and the girls that don't don't you know what i'm saying exactly exactly i do know what you're saying so we told you guys last week we just want to remind you we have patreon coming up so some people asked what patreon was so it is a subscription service where you will get more content from jackie and myself so things that would be coming would be more specialty episodes um unreleased footage from past interviews that we've never released before, including a specific conversation with Fatspa that people have questioned where that relationship came from. Um, Mm -hmm. It's pretty interesting. But we have a lot of juicy, fun things in the works that won't be released on the regular podcast. It would be just for Patreon members. So it is a subscription service. It's coming in August. If you have any more questions about it, please let us know. But we'll let you know exactly when it launches and how you can become a part of the fam, the Patreon fam. Patreon fam. And also, we are doing a Fots Fest, if you will. Stephanie and I are going to be road tripping up to Audrey's Coffee Shop on July 16th, and we would love to meet you guys. We're going to be podcasting from Audrey's 
hopefully getting Jared. We're literally going to bully Jared into doing yeah. an interview with us. Hopefully we're allowed to, like, we're going to start podcasting there and they're going to be like, you're not allowed to do this. And then no, we're going to have to, like, go to a hotel. They can't tell us we're not allowed. It's a coffee shop. You can't tell me I can't bring my computer to a coffee shop. That would be crazy. If they kick us out, I'm stealing that rug. Okay. I'm going to steal something too, but it's not going to be the rug. It's going to be a little trinket from the wall. I know, That's but you, you keep saying go. that. And I swear to God, they're going to listen and they're going to be like, watch that girl. She's going <laughs> over like, to the wall. Glue all of the trinkets to the wall. <laughs> glue the trinkets. <laughs> um, I'll steal something or like a fork or a cup or something. Yeah. Ooh, a mug maybe the that rug. says Audrey's. A the mug, rug. the rug. Okay. Got it. We'll, well make a we'll list. See. Um, but it's going to be really fun. So if you are in the New England area and it's like easy for you to get to Audrey's, definitely pop by. We're also going to be going out at night too. So we would love to grab a drink with you guys. Yeah, if anyone's around, let us know. Yeah, let us know. And anything else? Follow us. Follow Stephanie at She's All Batch. Follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore. Um, yes, follow us. But also I just wanted to plug specifically YouTube. I've been making tons of video clips on YouTube and they're so fun. You guys have asked me a bunch about videos, um, where you could see longer videos. So I've been working to pump those out and it's really fun to watch. Um, I mean, I'm biased because I'm making them, but go, go (laughs) give it a follow, go subscribe and you'll always see fresh content there as well. So check out YouTube specifically. Cool. I think that's it. Yeah. Right. I think so. Okay, bye bitches.